In order to understand the next Maimer of Parshas Noach and to put it into context of the Hemshech of Samach Vav, of the series of Ma'amorim, what the Rebbe Rashab is doing in this Maimer, what it's all about, it's important to first preface two Hakdamas, two introductions. First of all, with a story that the Rebbe Rashab brought, brings in a Sicha, that one time the Chassid Rebbe Zalman Zezmer, who was one of the big Chassidim of the Balatanya, went into the Alter Rebbe, and asked that the Alter Rebbe should say Chassidus on the Sefer Chaim. In other words, usually the Alter Rebbe would say Chassidus with Dibur Hamaschils based on Psukim, on verses in Chumash or Chazal. Rebbe Zaman Zezmer wanted that the Alter Rebbe should explain Chassidus based on Eitz Chaim, the main book of Kabbalah of the Arizal. And the Alter Rebbe went into a Dveikus, and when he came out of it, he said in his famous niggin, Zalman wants me to say chsidas an chayim. Vasret chayim. What does the book of Kabbalah speaks about? What do Kisferizal speak about? Shemus, partsufim, spheris, names of God, faces of God, spheris, attributes of God. And ich will red and hecher noch hecher, and I want to speak higher and much higher. Biz atzmus nagila venismicha bach atzmuscha mahuscha. Until I want to rejoice and be happy with you, God, with your very essence, like it says in Shir Shirim, Nagila Vinismacha Bach, with you we want to rejoice, God, which Chsidus always connects Bach is Chavbez is the twenty two letters of the Aleph Bez that Torah connects us with Atzmus with the essence of Hashem. And as the Rebbe Roshab explains in many places, and the Lubavitch Rebbe of our generation elucidated this point very much in Kuntras in Yonah Chassidus, on the essence of Chassidus, that what essentially is that story of the Alter Rebbe coming to show? That Chassidus is the essence of Torah. There are four levels of manifestation of Torah, of Pardes, Pshat, Remez, Drush, and Sod. Kabbalah is one of the four levels of manifestation of Pardes of Torah. But Chassidus is the Yechida, is the essence of Torah, as we'll learn much more what Yechida means. Chassidus is what Kabbalah is based on, in other words, not like most of the world thinks. As the Rebbe Shab explains, well, it's not like the world think, most of the world thinks that Chassidus is an explanation of Kabbalah. The opposite, Kabbalah is coming to explain Chassidus. Because Chassidus is the Torah of the Balshemtiv. And the Messianic Torah of the Balshemtiv is that the Balshemtiv went over to a simple farmer in the field with his long, muddy clothes and said, you could connect with the essence of the king, with the essence of God, with your simple faith, with your simple mitzvah, with your amunah, with your thinking and talking to God while you're doing your work. You could connect with the very essence of God. And that radical idea that the Baal Shem Tev said that every person could connect with God's essence seems to be so much diametrically opposed to Kabbalah, which is all about the need to ascend to states of transcendent levels of God's light. So, but Chabad Chsidis, which is the theology, the philosophy of the Baal Shem Tev, Teresa Baal Shem Tev, and especially with Samach Vav, what the Rebbe Shab is coming to explain, as he already said in the very first Mimer, is that it's true in the books of Kabbalah, it seems to say in the Zohar, the Arizal, that the ultimate purpose of reality of creation is to ascend up to states of God's names, of spheres, of faces of God, Atik, Arich. The Zohar talks about different Giluyim, ways that God manifests, etc. 
But what Torah's Habal Shem Tov is about, based on the Sefer Eimek HaMelech, in other words, Reb Chaim Vital, the Eitz Chaim, the Arizal's books of Kabbalah, and Reb Chaim Vital, are based on the revelations of God after Tzimtzum. But the teachings of Kabbalah and the Arizal as given over in the Eimek HaMelech teach that the purpose of creation, based on Chazal and the Medras, is to bring God's essence, Bitach into the physical world, and in that essence of God, all Jews equally connect to that level. And what the Rebbe Shab is explaining here in Samach Vav is that's through mitzvahs maistrius, through doing mitzvahs, the essential will of Hashem. That very doing of a mitzvah in which all Jews are equal. Now, in order to explain this, what the Rebbe Shab is now going to do, you see what he's saying is that we've been learning that the levels of God's light that Kabbalah speaks about, the Giluyim, the Partsufim, Atik Arich, those levels of transcendence, those all begin after Tzimtzum, after the, what's known as the first symptom, the Arizal's book, the Eitzchayim, begins with the Tzimtzum, and then what this Mimer is going to speak about is the Kav that comes into the Halal, the line of light that comes into the empty void after the Tzimtzum. So all the Kabbalistic, Zohar, Eitzchayim, all the names, what the Alter was saying to Zaman Zezmer, all those things are talking about manifestations of the Kav after Tzimtzum. And those are the will of God for there to be worlds. Those are the aspects of God's light for there to be worlds, etc. But in this Mimer, what the Rebbe Shab wants to show is that all those levels of God's light that Kabbalah speaks about from the Kav is coming from the Kav Taka that's after Tzimtzum. But, and this is going to be a lot of what Samachavav is going to explain in the coming Mamorim, is that Chasidus is based on the Kabbalah of the Eimek HaMelech, which says that even before Tzimtzum, in Orein Sof, in God's infinite light, there are, so to speak, we're going to learn more, more what that means, levels. Obviously not real levels, it's God's infinite light, but we could, so to speak, say as if there's, so to speak, levels in that. As Ema Kamelech speaks about that, there are even the 22 letters of the Aleph base at that place, etc. And shows that all those levels that the Kabbalah speaks about are the most external level of that orange Sof that becomes the Kav. In other words, this Maimah the Rebbe Shab is upping the ante and saying that all the Giluyim, the revelations of God's light after Tzimtzum come from the Kav. So now let's learn what the root of that Kav is before Tzimtzum so to thereby be able to understand how simply, quote-unquote simply, Pshuta, Pashat, Pshita, Saatzmas, simply doing a mitzvah is Taka God's essence, which every Jew could do no matter what, whatever level you're on, by simply doing mitzvah, you reach God's essence higher than the levels that the Kabbalah speaks about. That's what the Rebbe Shab is doing, this mimer, showing how Kav already has a root in the infinite light of God before Tzimtzum. That's the first preface. Preface number two, to be able to really think about and understand this mimer and meditate on it, and Bechlal and Chesidus, that the picture that Kabbalah begins with, that you could have in your mind, it's really brought in many books of Kabbalah in the beginning, and it's an easy picture to have in your mind to visualize, to have a visualized meditation, to be able to also think about while learning this mimer. The picture that the Kabbalah begins with, picture in your mind a square with a circle in it, a circle inside the square, and inside the circle a radius extending from the perimeter of the circumference of the circle to the center point. So if you're picturing your mind a square within which is a circle, and in the circle is a radius, you then have a map of all of reality. The square is Orin Sof, God's infinite light. 
Tzimtzum, the contraction, the Tzimtzum Arishan, the first contraction, makes a circle. The circle that's in the square. Now that circle is the Chalalu Mokum Ponoi, the empty void, where there's, so to speak, a, no revelation of God's light. And then the Kav is Chazer Veheyer, then God illuminates from His infinite light back into the circle. He brings like a radius, picture a radius, a line, a kav, a ray of light going to the center point, and all the highest worlds are what's closer to that circle, and to the very center point is this physical world where we are right now. So that's what you should have in mind. The kav is that radius coming from the infinite light into the halal. And this mimer is now going to explain that kav, how all the revelations of God God's light that's in all the worlds, including the highest Kabbalistic levels, come from that Kav, how that Kav really comes from Orin Saf before Tzimtzum, and now we're going to go from this mime run moving forward to within those levels of Orin Saf before Tzimtzum till we come to Bach, to the essence of God, which is drawn down Dafka through doing a mitzvah b'maisis. Let's on the mimer inside now. Eila told us Noach, Noach ish tzaddik. These are the offspring of Noach, and then the Torah right away after it says that these are his offspring calls him a tzaddik. Sarashi explains what's the continuation that this teaches you that the main offspring of tzaddikim are their good deeds, and that's from the Medrash. Because offspring means gilui revelation, and so Eilat told us Neich, what's the main revelation of tzaddikim? Is their maisim tevim, their mitzvahs, their good deeds? But we have to understand what's this coming to negate. Obviously, it doesn't mean that their actual physical children are not their offspring, because obviously they are. So it's coming to say that through one's good deeds, there's another kind of revelation told us, which is not the main told us same shal tzaddikim. So in mitzvahs, there's a, some kind of revelation, which is the not the main type of revelation. And the Torah is coming to say that the main told us is actually the maizim tevim, the actual good deeds. So to understand this, we have to preface what we've been learning until now, that the rots and the will for there to be worlds, keser. Keser, even though it's transcendent and infinite, has a source for there to be finitude, time and space, and therefore through that ruts and through Kesser, one could only reach through transcendence. There can't be an actual connection of that with the physical world, and only the rotsen of Panimis Vatsmas are in so of the very essence of God, the will of God, which is mitzvahs, that will allows that this should be Makam, the fusion of the infinite with the finite. So to understand better why Kesser, why this, all the Giluyim, the revelation of God, the transcendent revelations of Kesser, of God's light after Tzimtzum. We said until now that they're the source of space and time, but now we're going to learn the how they also have a source before Tzimtzum, which is an external level of God's infinite light and therefore can't be brought down into the physical world. V'sharash Inyan, who the root of this whole Inyan is, the Rebbe Shab says, that it's known that the Kav, the line of light that's drawn from the Orin Sof to vitalize and create all worlds, comes through a stop through a complete leap, which is the Tzimtzum Harishan that was in the infinite light of God, then there remained the Makam the void, because the Tzimtzum made that the infinite light of God became completely concealed and included in the luminary in God. And when the line, when the Kav, is brought into the Halal, into the void after Tzimtzum... This line of light is bemidu bemishkal, is very weighted and measured, an exact amount of light that the world should be able to receive. In other words, Tzimtzum is a complete concealment of an all-inyanim of infinity, and anything after that kav that the line of light brings is only what's weighted and measured exactly that the worlds need. 
And in fact, all the aspects of the finitude of the world come from the Kav. As the Eitz Chaim says that the Inyan that what the Kav does is make higher and lower world. The whole idea and possibility of there being higher and lower levels comes from the Kav coming back into the Halal because what happens is those worlds, those states of reality and consciousness that are connected to the higher levels of the Kav that are closer to the circumference to the infinite light of Hashem, those levels of uh, the higher worlds where God's light are revealed and they openly feel a revelation of Hashem's light, Masha'enken, as the Kav, as the line of light gets further down, then the worlds get less and there's less of a of God's light, so the whole Indian of Kav is to make higher and lower worlds of feeling closeness and farthness from God. And the whole prism of going up and down and closer and farther away from God comes from the Kav. As the Mavish Orim, which is one of the main books of the Reb Chaim Vital, explains that his schema, Das Hamatzil, the consciousness of the emanator, decided that there should be one Kav through which all the light of God comes into the worlds. Not that because there could have been a way God could have made a world that from His infinite light every particular created thing has its own kav. In other words, God could have made the world in such a way that He would remove His infinite light and then bring a line of light to make every blade of grass and every angel and every person, each one would have their own line of light. But then, every single thing that would be created would be equal. Everything would equally be felt to be a revelation of God. If there was a kav, that God could have removed his infinite light and brought a kav to create every particular thing. And every particular thing would exist, but its existence would be felt to just be a revelation of God's being. And then everything would be exactly equal everything would exist, but it would be equally felt to be God. Everything would equally be godliness. That's if God would have decided to create by everything have its, having its own line of light. Or there could have been another way God could have created the worlds. He could have removed His infinite light. And then once again brought back His infinite light right away. The whole Orin Sof, the whole infinite light back into the Halal. And through that create the worlds. In other words, not the whole union of lines, of Kavim, where there would be individuality. But rather He would just once again reveal His whole infinite light. And then the creation of worlds would just be the hamshacha, that there would be a drawing out of God's infinite light manifesting as the world we see. But then there wouldn't be a mitzvah, nothing would exist. It would just be that God would make a symptom, remove his infinite light, and then reveal it again to manifest as a physical world or as all the worlds, but nothing would exist. It would just be a revelation of Hashem's infinite light, which is the truth of what reality really is now as we know the truth of Havaya Echad, God's unity. We know the Baal Shem Tov taught Simtzum Leikipshute that Simtzum is not literal and really it's just a concealment. It doesn't mean that God removed His infinite light, He just concealed it and so therefore the truth of Havaya Echad, the oneness of God, is that we are within God's infinite light, Mamish, and we are Batal B'Metzis. We really don't exist. We're really included within Hashem's infinite light, Mamish, even now. And that, that the Torah says, Barashas Barley came, that God created a world. The truth of creation, the way God sees it in God's consciousness, is that in the beginning, before, so to speak, creation, 
worlds and everything were included within God's atzmos, within his essential being, and the Bria creation is shenim shchurv and his galad, everything is revealed, so to speak, that it feels as, as if it's outside of his essence, but in truth we're still included and unified within God's being now. But instead of those two ways of creating, number one, through a line of light to each thing, or number two, through introducing in the infinite light in a revealed way, the way God is conscious of it now, we would also feel that everything is God's infinite light. Instead of that, his schema dasa matzil, the consciousness of the emanator, decided to draw one kav, one ray of light, and from that one ray of light comes all the worlds, upper worlds and lower worlds, and there's this whole system of upper and lower. And not only that, not only does this hierarchy of worlds come from the Kav, but more than that, this Kav also brings about that there are many concealments in the worlds. In other words, that the light of God also becomes concealed and goes through curtains and garments that conceal that light, make an orshal told a birth light, a new type of light that doesn't reveal God in an open way. Just like, for instance, when a person says letters, when you say words, words, letters reveal intellect if the letters are in an orderly way, let's say in Scrabble, but if let's say you take the Scrabble board and you throw all the letters all over the place, you throw letters and you mumble jumble letters, then nothing could nothing is revealed, nothing could be understood. Like like when Kabbalists write Kameas, when there are secret coded letters, the whole idea is that you can't make anything out because the letters are scrambled all over the place. And that's what Kav also does between different worlds that makes that between the higher worlds and lower worlds, there are parsois, there are curtains that conceal and make the light more dense. Like a curtain over a window that the sunlight goes through it, through the holes of the material, but the light changes because it goes through the curtain. And it's not of the same type of existence of the previous light, so to do the, all the curtains between all the worlds make that the light of God that comes into lower worlds is a much more concealed light of Hashem. And all these tzimtzum and all these concealments come from that kav hamida, from that measuring line that measures all the measurements of God, of light that took for the world to be created, as the prophet Yeshaya says in chapter 40, Mimodid Bisholi Maim, who measures with his palm all the water, all the measurements and exact amounts of light that has to be brought into the world for lights, worlds to be created, that all comes from the Kav that comes after Tzimtzum. But the fact that this Kav is measuring, has a measured amount of light from which all worlds will come out, means that it has a root before Tzimtzum, where the actual measuring and approximation takes place, which is known as the Hashara, Echia Eifana Olamus, that before Tzimtzum, in the last level of Oren Sof of God's infinite light, as we're going to learn, we're going to learn much more about in, later on Mamorim, there's the concept of the Hashara, the approximation and estimation, that the last level of Oren Sof, where God has an actual will, this is what caused that there should be a symptom that God has a will that there should be worlds, and in that will, God approximates and estimates everything that's going to be after symptom. In other words, Hasidus reveals that within Orin Sof, within still God's infinite revelation of self, at the last level, which we'll learn later on what that means, there's already an approximation 
a measuring out of exactly how much light and revelation God is going to have to reveal of self to be able to bring about exactly the worlds as they are now with the hierarchy, the upper and lower and the concealments, the exact details of the world that, that exists now that come from the Kav. God approximated that before Tzimtzum. And that level of the Hashar of the approximation, known as the Rots and the will for there to be worlds before Tzimtzum, that's also known in the Sefer Yetzirah as the book upon which the story is written. Because the Sefer Yetzirah says in the very beginning, God created the world in a state of three ways by manifesting as an author, a book, and a story, the actual kav, the actual light that manifests to become the actual will, that's the worlds that become the worlds, that's the story, the will that is the approximation of what the light's going to be to become the story, that's the book upon which the story is written, and that book corresponds to that last level of Oren Saf before Tzimtzum, that's the approximation. That's the thought that God has, what the story is going to be, that's, so to speak, within the mind of God. That's the book, upon the consciousness upon which the story is written, the book upon which reality is written, the will before Tzimtzum, the consciousness that God wants there should be worlds, that's the book. But then there's the author, the Sofer, Sofer, Sefer, Sipur, the Sofer, the author, the one that actually thinks the story, that's God. He could obviously measure in an infinite different amount of ways. And so the will for there to be worlds, which then becomes the Kav and all the levels that Kabbalah speak about, that's all the Sefer. And the Sipur, that's the book and the story, that's the will of God for there to be worlds. The external level of God's will, like we learned about in the Mimer of Shmini Atzeres, when there's all sorts of calculations, when you have a business in order to make money, God made reality, had a will for there to be a story and a book, because God has an essential will, which the Pnimius Haratz and an essential will means when God wants to reveal the very essence and being of what He is, and that's Torah Mitzvahs. So the Kav and the most external level of Arin Sof are already measured levels of godliness, the book and the story. And therefore there can't be a combination of infinity within the finite world because already with before Tzimtzum and the last level of Arin Sof, there's already an approximation of an exact amount of how worlds are going to exist in order to fulfill God's plan. But the essential will of God, which is Torah Mitzvah, is the essential revelation of God. That is the secret of the author of God's essence, Mamish, and the one that makes the approximation, the one that evaluates and therefore could approximate an infinite amount of ways, and that is God's essence, which is above any particular type of measurement, and that's the will of Torah mitzvahs, and therefore, because that's, since Torah mitzvahs are the panemius va'atzmus, the essence of God, the author, that's above any medida, any measurement, therefore, that could be brought down into the physical world mamish, because Torah mitzvahs come from the essence of Hashem, above any measurement or approximation. But then the Rebbe Shab asked the obvious question that seemingly, if you speak about limitations and measurements, 
Torah mitzvahs, halacha, is all about measurements and medida, that the Torah measures, that tefillin has to be in such and such a way, that the shalyad has to be four parshas on one scroll, and the shalrosh has to be four in four different compartments, and tzitzis have to be like this and like this, and a sukkah has to be zayin, tefachim in a little, and not higher than 20 amas, and every mitzvah has an exact measurement of how the mitzvah has to be done in such a way... So how could we say that Torah mitzvahs are a revelation of God's very essence when seemingly the whole Indian of Torah mitzvahs is about approximation and measurement, mamish, dikduke, shiurim, an exact amount, and measurements? Achainian, the idea is that the measurement of mitzvahs is not like the measurement of the godly light to create worlds. When it came to measuring the godly light to create worlds, the worlds are the reason for the measurement. Because God wants a dir betachtoinim. That's the ultimate purpose of everything. And so, quote-unquote, the business, the chitzonius, the external necessity for there to be a dear there has to be a tachtenim, a lower world. And for there to be a lowest world, there has to be a measuring of the light, that the light has to be measured in such a way. So the measuring is an external thing done to be able to bring about a lessening and a lowering and a concealment of the light, to be able to bring about tachtenim. So the medida is, has an agenda. But when it comes to Torah mitzvahs, it's a medida atzmis, a hagba. An essential measuring, in other words, really a compressing, that atmos, that God's essence decides that he wants to be compressed and brought forward dafka in these limitations, not that the measurement is coming to change how the light is, like when it comes to the worlds, but rather that this measurement is how the God, essence of God wants to be measured and modud, that Torah mitzvahs that his infinite being should be brought down. Dafka through these specific measurements. It's not that the measurements themselves are for a purpose because it's obvious that there's nothing within the measurement, the specifics, the minutiae of halacha that should bring down atzmos, the essence of God. It's not that the animal skin essentially is more of a vessel for God than plastic. The details themselves are the essential way God wants to be expressed with these specific details and measurements. Like the Oisius HaToyer, the letters of Torah, and the Oisius Havaya, the letters of Havaya that don't conceal, but rather are, rather are Oisius Atzimim Shemegalim Kol HaEtzim, essential letters that reveal the entire essence a levush or a garment of light that the whole purpose of the garment is to bring the essence itself just like Shleim HaMelech King Solomon said when he saw God enter the Holy of Holies in the first base of Megdash HaShemayim Mishmer HaShemayim Loichalkulucha Afki Abayas Hazer the heaven and the heaven heavens can contain you God your essence and this house does contain you that he saw there within the Kodesh Kodoshim there's Bechinas HaAtzmos Tzimtzimus Atzmos Keviyochalias Bechodesh Kodoshim Kamoishahu Mamish that God's essence conceals himself to mamish be in the Kodesh Kadoshim, and so is the measurement of mitzvahs, the exact amounts of mitzvahs. So when it comes to the will for there to be worlds, the will of the creation of the worlds, the book and the story, there is the source for the measurement of the exact amount of light that the world's to be, for there to be upper worlds and lower worlds, so there can't be a revelation of infinity within the world, only through Torah mitzvahs. 
which are the very essence of God, can there be a chibur, connection, a yichud, a unification of soiv of kolamen within mamalu kolamen? There could be a connection of God's infinity within the finitude, within the finite space of the world itself, mamich, which is the secret, as the Ramak says in the Pardis Ramayim of the river that Yaakov crossed over the Nahar, Yabok, that Yabok stands for a yichud, bracha v'kedusha, the unification of bracha and kedusha. Kedusha is the holiness of Sev of Kolam and the infinite light of God and Bracha, which is Brecha, a flow of water, is Mamala Kolam and the light of God that's in the, within the world and the Yichud, the unification, the Abok, the unification of Sev of Mamale is through the revelation of God's essence, which is Dafka brought in the measurement of the Rots and of Mitzvahs. And Dafka Mitzvahs that are done down here below physically in this physical world. Because the spiritual aspect of mitzvahs, like the kavanah of mitzvahs, are connected to the ruchnias, the spiritual aspects which are related to God's light, and the tam kamos, the hidden reasons, etc. But the very essence of mitzvahs, which is the essence of God, is dafka brought down through the actual physical doing of mitzvahs down here below. And that wasn't given to the Ovois, but only through Matan Torah was it given down here, down below to us with mitzvahs b'maisa. And now the Rebbe Rashab, from here till the end of this mimer, and the next mimer, introduces a new topic which will, he will much more fully develop later on in Samachvav, and that is the kavana, the state of mind that one has to have to be able to do mitzvahs in such a way, mitzvahs as they draw down, atzmus, the very essence of God. Because Kabbalistically, one is supposed to have all sorts of kavanas, different intentions to correspond to different revelations of God's light. And Chesidus says that Adar, the opposite, that Dafka, what the Gemara, what Seemingly the most simple, so to speak, what the Gemara, what Nigla says is is the deepest thing to have in mind, which is known as Kabbalah's Ol Malchus Shamayim, accepting the yoke of heaven, which on one hand seems to be the most basic kavana, the most simple, fundamental idea, which is accepting the yoke of God as king. But the Rebbe Shah begins saying in this mimer and continues saying in the next mimer that that is the ultimate, deepest kavana that one is besides the specific kavana that each, each mitzvah has specific aspects to it, but the ultimate kavana klal the general intention one has to have for doing all mitzvahs is Kabbalah Sol Malchus which is accepting the yoking of heaven, which means nullifying one's will, actually, the nullification of who one is, which that everyone could do equally. Now, when it comes to who you are, there are, op- there are differences, there's a hierarchy. But when it comes to nullifying your will, that everyone could do equally, except the yoke of heaven. And that's the Manda Omer, that's the opinion in the Gemara, the mitzvahs ain't there's a machlekes, there's an argument in the Gemara whether mitzvahs need kavanah or not, that the simple meaning is that the machlekes, the argument is, does one has to have in mind to fulfill a mitzvah or not? But Pepnimius, Chesida says, that the mandat, the one that holds the mitzvahs, ain't srichas kavanah, is not saying that you don't have to have kavanah when doing a mitzvah, but the opposite, that the ultimate way to do a mitzvah is without any kavanah whatsoever, below kavanah v'tam klal, not looking for any reason or any 
any intention whatsoever. Only bitzad etzim pnimis ratzna elyon, just because you know that this is God's will, this is what God wants, and that's why one does it with a tremendous vitality, with a gishmak that one is fulfilling God's will, and that has a tiny godl, a great pleasure in the fact that one is fulfilling God's will, and that God's will was being fulfilled, and because one knows that all mitzvahs are essentially just the very essence and being of God, it becomes very precious to a person and one has a tremendous tainug that one is fulfilling the ultimate essence of God's will and that one has the pleasure that God has too. One feels the pleasure that God has in the fact that God's will is being fulfilled and that's by doing mitzvahs dafka with a yoke, with accepting a yoke like a slave as we're going to learn that a slave is even higher than a child being a slave of God is being as higher than being a ben, a child of God because a slave accepts the yoke, giving oneself over completely and subjugates one's will completely to God, that that becomes the way to be able to do Hashem's will in a way of panemius ratzana elion, that it's the very essence and being of God. To allow the revelation of that down here below, that mitzvahs are the very essence of God, that's by nullifying one's will and not looking for a kavana, not looking for a feeling or an intention, but rather nullifying oneself completely. That's what allows the the essential unification of God's infinity with the finitude by having that Kabbalah Samachu Shemaim and this union of the unification of infinity with finitude, the Mizritcher Magid connected to the first parsha of the Shema of the Ava B'chol Me'idecha. In other words, the Rebbe Rashab says, through a whole bunch of textual references, that essentially this idea that the meditation or the non-meditation, the no-mind of Kabbalah, so Machu Shemaim, of just giving oneself over to God, is what the Mizritcher Magid connected to the Ava of B'chol Me'idecha, as we're going to learn in the next Mimer, the three types of love of God, B'chol Levavcha, B'chol Nafshcha, B'chol Me'idecha, and the Mizritcher Magid said the Ava is the same meaning of a complete bitl nullification, not looking for any revelation. That's how one allows the Hamshachas Ha'atzmus, the drawing down of God's very essence, to be down here below Mamish. And that's the deeper meaning of Elot Toldus Noyach, that the main offspring and revelation of Tzadikim is their Maisim Toivim, because they're all types of Kabbalistic intentions and Kavanas that draw down different revelations of God's light, and those are also Toldus Same, those are also revelations of Tzadikim, but the main Iker Toldus Same, the main revelation of all Tzadikim, that the way to draw down Atzma Saint Sof, Lamata Kamei that's Dafku through mitzvahs, but Paul Mamish by actually physically doing the mitzvahs.